She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the Misdirected Mark Network. She's a Super Geek is brought to you by patrons like Brian Kurtz and Ariel Weiss. Become a patron yourself at patreon.com slash sasgeek. And thank you to everyone who voted for us for the Ennies Awards. We'll find out what happens the first weekend in August. You're listening to episode 114 of She's a Super Geek. The actual play podcast highlighting women as GMs. Hello, all. Today, it's just me and my co-host, Senda, and we're playing a card-based game, Our Lady. Our Lady is a game where you play children who have had some sort of divine or paranormal experience. You play through the different seasons going through a full year, hoping for Your Lady to return. Our Lady was written by Jess Goh, and you can find it on itch.io for pay what you want. Hit the Streets, Defend the Block is a different kind of supers game. In it, you play a street-level super-powered being, not necessarily a superhero, mind you, defending your neighborhood from corruption and villains, while still balancing the demands of your day job and paying the rent. Yeah, what's that like? You don't have big advertisement deals or action figures. But you do have a neighborhood you care about and a team of like-minded folks to work alongside in defending it. Hit the Streets, Defend the Block features mechanics for creating your own neighborhood as a group, making a living, breathing map that becomes a tapestry of play. The mechanics for superpowers are flexible without being complex, and there's just enough grit in there to make your character's life hectic and interesting. Are you ready to hit the streets right now? Support the Lost Highway Games team by backing Hit the Streets, Defend the Block on Kickstarter. As soon as you back, you'll get immediate access to the playtesting materials so you can start defending your block today. Hi everyone, welcome to She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast that got uh, nominated Nominated for for an an Emmy. Vote. Yeah, although I think by the time this episode comes out, the voting will be closed. I think it ends this weekend. But I am putting out the good vibes. Put the vibes into the universe. putting the vibes out. Put the vibes out. And really, when it comes down to it, we just like super, super appreciate the nomination. It's pretty much amazing. But you should, you know, vote. I cried when I voted for us. I I honestly did. It was really amazing. And I'm not the crier of the two of us. It was really amazing. I was like, I'm voting for my podcast. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, moving right along. (laughs) Thank you for all of your wonderful support. We're going to be playing a two-player game called Our Lady by Jess Go, which is a great name. It is. Especially for a game designer. Yes. Yeah, especially for a game designer. Stories of visitation and prophecy exist all throughout the world of legend and lore. This is a two-player game that encompasses a year in the life of two children who have been visited by a divine spirit. What would you do? Who would you tell? Who would believe you? Are you ready when she returns? Interpret each card you get individually and then discuss and build a rich world together. Play to tell your story. Answer the questions you get on your turn. Ask questions of the other players when they have finished their prompt. Use the classic setting of the tale of Our Lady or make up your own fantastical backdrop. Tell the story as you think it would unfold in modern day, in the past, in a world completely different from our own. 
Take a minute before you begin the first season to decide what framework you'd like to use. What ambience would you like to evoke? What story do you want to tell? Play through the seasons knowing that in one year's time, she will return. Start in the spring when the lady first visits and continue through each subsequent season, summer, fall, and winter, until you draw the She Has Returned card. Then determine how you think your story would end. You've built the story together and you should end it together. Is there a conclusion that seems to fit the story you have created? What is dramatic? What is engaging? Discuss until you come to a conclusion that embellishes the mythology you've shaped. You can make the game as long or as short as you want simply by changing how many prompt cards you use for per season. Cool. So let's think about the... Yeah, so let's talk about like where we want to set this. I don't, I'm not actually familiar with the tale of Our Lady. Neither am I. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I feel like we can just go anywhere. Can we, can we use my D&D world? Oh, we could use your D&D world. I was actually going to say we could twist this sci-fi and that has some <gasps> interesting oh. implications for me. Like, it, like we're on a Mars colony? Yeah, like something. Yes. <laughs> Something really high tech where the spiritual is maybe less in the day to day or something like that. It just yeah. beca- it makes it more interesting as children who have experienced something more like su- super spiritual, right? Uh, yes. To me, to be in a more hostile. Okay. So sci fi. Yeah. Do we want to go colony? Do we want to go space station? Futuristic Earth? I like off Earth. I do too. Yeah, I think it often opens up I think a lot of It opens up more possibilities and, and it raises the stakes on things that could go wrong. Um, which I, I like. don't know what you're talking about. Nothing will ever go wrong I in have our games. I <laughs> never played this game before. I don't know what's on the cards, but I know that we need, we're going to be building some stakes. So It's like when I played For the Queen for the first time. I had no idea. You didn't know what you were getting into. (laughs) I've played it several times since, and I'm very much a rainmaker in that game. Yeah. Anyway. So let's see what happens with this game. I don't know. Why don't we say space station? Space station. No, our colonies. I don't know. I don't know. Decisions. Should we roll a die? Evens or odds for colony? Uh, evens. Nope. Fail. Odds. Space okay. Station. Space Station. Good. Done. This will not have any DS9 vibes at all. <laughs> Spirituality <laughs> encompassing a space station. Cool. Um, let's see. Is there anything else that we feel like we need to know about the space station? Um, I think that we need to determine how we can tell the passing of the seasons on a space station. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a tricky thing that I had not considered until this moment. <laughs> It might be if a lot of people from the space station are from Earth, or right. maybe their parents were from Earth, that they have rigged up windows to look like the different seasons. Oh, yeah. And so maybe maybe there are just specific adjustments that are essentially coded into the space station. Yes. Um, so it's artificial, yeah. but still there. Right. To match the seasons on Earth. Right. Otherwise, it might be a little difficult to tell how much time has passed with things. Right. And how do you figure out when to do certain right. festivals? <laughs> Always with the festivals. I worry about the festivals. <laughs> I worry. I think maybe there's one other thing that we just add to that, which is like, um, other than how they actually basically generate the sense of weather and that sort of thing on the inside. Mm-hmm. I think if you are seeing out to the outside, the stars change. 
just because that would be cool. That would be cool. Right. So that there's like some actual signifier. Right. Well, you know, in space, the stars don't twinkle. Yeah. The stars only twinkle because of our atmosphere. Right. Y'all learning stuff today. <laughs> I just learned a whole bunch on Twitter about astronauts and peas. So, like, <laughs> I feel like I've done my... I'm not going to ask where that came from. Today. <laughs> um, anyway, it was a whole bunch of things I had never considered. What I think, then, is that the space station changes location in space on a regular schedule that is approximately one year. Oh, I love that. Right? So that you can actually predict based on what stars you're seeing, mm-hmm. like, and how, what they look like, like, basically, which of their own personal constellations are, are viewable. Right, exactly. Cool. We're children. I know, we're children. Do we want to flesh out anything about children? I don't know. Should we flesh out, should we flesh out anything? I don't know. Or do we want to just... No, I think we should no, just I do it. No, I think we should just do it. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll read the opening for the spring, and you can draw the first card. Okay. Spring is when you two are first visited... It's something just between you. Everything is new and exciting. It's breathtaking, dramatic, intoxicating. Okay. Drawing a card. What form did she first take when she appeared? How did this amaze you? We're totally accustomed to things like holograms and stuff, right? Like, they're just everywhere all the time. And at first... We kind of thought that's what was going on. Like, we were in, we were, like, playing in one of the tiny storage closets. It's, like, out of the way and probably... We weren't supposed to be in it. We were not (laughs) supposed to be there. And our parents did not know where we were. And it's one of the very few places on the space station that's not monitored by, like, motion-activated lights or actual camera equipment. Mm -hmm. It's just got basic sensors in it. So it's not a place that other people could see us, which is the draw. Right. I mean, that's why that's our favorite place to hang out. (laughs) Big brother can't see us. So we were there, and because there's no motion sensors and because we didn't want to get found, we don't turn on the lights when we're there. We just, we use our little, like, devices for basic lighting in that area, and then we play games in the dark. And we were there in the dark, and suddenly... There was a glimmer of light in the center of the room and like not from the ceiling or from the floorboards where we're accustomed to light coming from, but like a central pinpoint in the actual Mm -hmm. spatial middle of the room. And it looked kind of like a star looks because they're so far away, but it was in the room. And so it was much smaller than a star, obviously. It slowly rippled out like water. And as each ripple passed outward from it. It, it. it defined basically her outlines. What we saw in the ripples is sort of the idea of what might be a humanoid figure. And she has eyes on flies or spiders where they're multi-panels. Right. Her, what would be her head is just sort of covered with those little panels but they're like octagonal and the light that she brought with her reflected off of them and bounced around the room and as it discovered every cranny of that room that had never seen light in since the space station was built in each of those tiny beams of light we heard echoed the sound of her voice 
which is why we use the pronoun she, because that's how we identified that. Because the voice sounded fem- feminine, at least to us. To us. And we were quite amazed. <laughs> it was an amazing experience. How long did it take for her to sort of make a form? Long enough that we stood there watching, but not so long that we thought to become concerned or frightened or leave. So probably less than a minute, but yeah. longer than a second. Time got a little... Time got a little weird, yeah, because we were just staring. My card. How is she beautiful? Why does she want you to be more like her? Oh. Oh, boy. (laughs) She's beautiful because there's so much light in her, not just physically, but she kind of emotes light yeah she knows how to smize with with all, all of, of her, her however eyes. eyes works <laughs> it works <laughs> we're we're so used to on the space station it is it's a bit drab and dreary and life can feel very monotonous and i think everybody wears gray suits gray space suits i mean yeah yeah there's no color designations. Right. They might have insignia if they're if they're in the actual Right if, if they like or or like, you know, specifically this is your job so that Right. You know, this this particular emblem gives you access to the secure Science areas under or, yeah, the secure st- <laughs> Right. <laughs> security area. So she's beautiful because the light contains all of the colors of the rainbow. And it sparkles, and it almost feels like the air gets fizzy. Yeah. I can't really describe it any better than that. Right. There's just something, there was a bunch of energy in the air, but it wasn't, like, electric. Right. It was. It was. Like, it was like fizzy water. It was like when our parents took us to that place on your birthday, Mm -hmm. and we had the special drink. And and mom introduced yeah, yeah mom introduced us to something called pop right. rocks <laughs> <laughs> on on the space station on the space station <laughs> that might have been on a planet you know for my, you know sure could have been so we're siblings apparently now why does she make why do I want to be more like her I want to be more like her because she said that she is free to roam the galaxy mm. and that. Sounds way better than being stuck on a space station. I don't think she needs a spacesuit or anything. I think that she is a she might be a creature of pure light. She might have a, you know evolved to be space worthy or have a ship or something space worthy. Space proof. Space proof. She might be space proof. I don't know. I'm a child. <laughs> These are details we don't care about. No, no. But she gets to be she, she embodies to me freedom. And the, the beauty of the universe that I want to see, that at this point I can't because I'm stuck on a space station with my older sister and my parents. <laughs> Sorry, I just went older. Cause no, that's no, totally fine. Technically, you're a, just a tiny bit older. Technically? Technically. Like a couple of minutes? <laughs> oh, are we twins? I don't know. That's what, when you say technically. Well, I meant you, actually. I'm not just tech. I'm not technically older than you. <laughs> You're like four or five years older yes, than me. Significantly. <laughs> no, we're totally twins. Yeah, now we are. 
That's absolutely true. <laughs> but I came out first. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So it was our birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Okay. Or maybe we celebrate half birthdays too, so that we each get a day or something. Hmm. Or maybe we just celebrate them like, you know what? I was born at 1159. Yes. <laughs> and you were born at 1201. <laughs> I was a fast labor, y'all. Yeah. Well, you Science. know, you know, well, no, the labor leading up to that might not have been very fast. Right. You don't know. I- she could have been labor for days. Oh my God, that sounds so horrible. It I really heard, does. I heard some stories about Oh, that. boy. Anyway, we're wandering off down our our birthday extravagance. What was our last birthday? How old are we? Ten. It's a good age. Mm-hmm. They think we're just responsible enough. Yeah, to let us wander off on our own, because mm. it's not like we're going to go anywhere, and it's not like we can get into the secure areas where there's dangerous stuff. Right. We could never. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nobody problem. remembers. Nobody remembers this dark closet. <laughs> I'm sure there's us. nothing dangerous in this closet. No, it's just like storage stuff, right? Like we don't have as much food. We don't store as much food as we used to. So, like, there's you know not as much space is taken up. Right. Like there just aren't as many people on the space station as there once were. Let's discover why through play. Yeah, I'm like that'll be interesting later. Okay. What does she do that makes you feel stronger? How are you bettered from meeting her? She is full of color in a way that we have not experienced. And there is something about our day-to-day that has always been that dreary and drab. There is the metal of the hull and there's the gray of everyone's suits that you, you pick up your suit. It's clean in the morning when you get up and you put it on and then you put it in the bin in the evening. And when you get up in the morning, there's a new one there. And I don't even know if it's getting washed or if they're making new ones overnight or what's happening. But like, it's just the same every day. Mm-hmm. And it has been since you know, as long as I can remember. And the thing that she brought was color into our worlds that is not color the memory of Earth. It's color that is new and bright on its own on the space station. Not just black space and not just white stars and not just gray space station. Not old holograms and movies of earth where color is she brings color and it gives me more strength to go through our days because even when everything is really gray i know that there is color out there and it's not just old color and remembered color there's also new color and new things to see and new colors to see and feel and taste So I think that I'm bettered by meeting her because she's given me hope when I didn't know that I needed it. Taste the rain. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I did see taste in there. (laughs) Do you have any questions, younger sibling? (laughs) What does a rainbow taste like? (laughs) Skittles. (laughs) Skittles. I saw that in some old movie. It was an old pre-recorded ad. It was ancient. Yeah, they had like weird candy things stuck to their faces. It was really strange. That is my least favorite commercial. <laughs> so bad. Ew. It's so gross. Anyway. What prayers does she teach you? How does she ask you to show adoration? Interesting. She taught us mindfulness. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if she asked us to show admiration. I think we just were drawn to this creature of beauty and power. It just comes so naturally. Yes. So it's not, it doesn't feel like, you know, the, the religions we studied in no. school. No. Or the ones that exist here. Yeah. In the space station. No, it, those, those are very dry. Yes. This is very embodied. Yeah. It's very much about the lived experience and about spreading that light to other people. The color. The color and the light. It was less about sort of moralizing. Yeah. And it was way more about like finding that inner self and that inner strength. That sounds good to me. So she didn't teach us prayers like maybe we learned if we went to any religious education. Like there is nothing to memorize. There was a feeling to hold and a knowledge to share. That's beautiful. <laughs> so we're going to move on to summer. Why don't I read summer and then you can draw the first card oh, this okay, time. Oh, okay, sure. In the summer, the visitation is revealed. Some people may even have seen miracles of the lady for themselves. This is the time for wonder and revelation, gifts and worship. Ooh. <laughs> well then. Gifts. Who now believes you? Does this embolden you? So we have been talking about this lady. Right. We have not kept this to ourselves because we're... Not at all. Because we're 10. It's really exciting. She makes the air fizzy. Yes. Not a lot of the kids our own age at school believe us. Right. They think we're just telling stories. Right. And even if they did, why would they care? Right. Because they haven't felt her presence. Exactly. They haven't seen the colors. Okay, that just got creepy. (laughs) (laughs) I think that there are then people who kind of, like... When you kind of tell a kid, oh, yeah, sure, you know, but you don't actually mean it. Right. They're um, humoring us. Humoring. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And I think our parent or parents are one of them or are two of them, depending on. Yeah. Or more. It's the future. Right. Who knows how many parents we have? I don't know. (laughs) Three. Three. That's why there are two of us. I don't know. That part doesn't make any sense, but it felt good to say it. (laughs) <laughs> so we have we have three parents and you know there's one that's very empathetic that knows we did share an experience but doesn't really get it and then the other two are you know way more oh that's nice yeah just kind yeah. of like they're not disagreeing they're just but we can tell they don't believe us they don't there is an elder on the space station who does mm-hmm and I think their name is, their name is Quentin. And Quentin worked on the space station and has retired, but didn't want to go back to Earth. So Quentin lives on the space station. And we like Quentin because Quentin listens to us, I think. Yeah. And I don't know what Quentin did. Maybe Quentin was a scientist. Yeah. But Quentin believes us. And they think it's really cool. They've had some experiences that, you know, they can't explain even as a scientist. And it just makes me, it makes me at least feel like I'm not losing my mind, you know? Right. Like this, this, like somebody believes us, like, okay, this was actually an experience you had. An adult believes us. 
People start to present you with gifts. What are they? What do you do with them? Oh, my. <laughs> I was actually thinking that people start bringing us gifts that are the shards of color in their lives, like little trinkets yeah. or ribbons or just tiny pieces of things that have color that they may have collected, and they bring them to us, and and I... Some of them leave the gifts with us. Some of them just share them with us mm -hmm. for that moment and then take them away again with them because they need them too. Because we've been asking people. Right. Like, Have you seen the color? Yeah. Do what, you see the color? What brings you right. that fizzy water feeling? Right. And where where is the color in your life? So what do we do with them? What do we do with them? So we, we actually, the ones that they leave with us, mm -hmm. because many of them, when they're important, like the gift is the sharing, yes. not the leaving of the gifts, but the ones who want to leave them with us, we take back to the closet. And we have been leaving them on the floor in the center of the room, like, and it's slowly growing outward mm -hmm. in like concentric circles, like ripples. She performs a miracle that a few others see. What was it? How does this hinder your cause? Yeah. So I think when we were on our way, like some people had brought us these, these bits of color, yeah. and we were on our way back to the storage unit to, to place them, and she was really pleased with that idea. So maybe yeah. it was the first time we were, we were going back. Yeah. And she appeared to us and said, spread the color. And a few other people saw, but they were all adults they were all like that's just a hologram you know who knows what that even was like there was obviously something malfunctioning and they try to explain this away well is it possible that some of them think that it's like another form of intelligent life that we might have cause to fear yeah right because earth so some try to explain it away but some think this might be a new a new alien threat Right. Like, Have we met any aliens up to this point? I think this space station started as a guard station after the last war. war. Intergalactic. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I think that that might freak them out a lot. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just going to leave that. Yeah. Was that only one or two? Oh, no, that was right. two for me, one for you. Go. Yeah. She performs a miracle that few others see. What is it? How does it help your cause? <laughs> well. Well. <laughs> Take take a different miracle. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't want it. I don't want your miracle. I don't know exactly what's going on because I'm ten, mm -hmm. and I don't know. Like sometimes some of the adults seem anxious or nervous in a way that I don't understand. And there was a meeting of everyone on the space station. Everyone on the space station. We were there, too. Wow. Everyone. All the kids were there. It was like a big decision thing, but like, I don't know. I wasn't paying that much attention. It was really boring, and they were droning on for a really long time, and then people started getting angry at each other, and I really didn't like it. And then the next thing I knew, there was outside the window, because we were all gathered in the dining hall. It's the right. only place that's big enough to hold everybody on the space station. And it's one of the places that has windows that actually look out into space. As we looked out into space, there was basically a rainbow of various gases and dust that came by the window. And they were moving fast, like faster than you would expect. And they were sparkling as they went by as the light of the stars hit them. And it looked like 
a rainbow like they told us stories about on Earth, except that it, in each stripe of color, there was it was shining at us as it went by, and it was beautiful, and they stopped fighting. And, I mean, I don't know what the problem was, but sometimes people still seem a little bit nervous, but nobody's fighting about it anymore. That's awesome. Okay. Are they still preparing for war? <laughs> I don't know if that's what they were doing. Oh, fair. <laughs> it could have been, but maybe they have like a leaky pipe situation. It's also really scary on the space that station. Is, yeah. Like, mm, could be anything. Right. Fall. Fall is the season of change. How will you handle it? Okay. People stop and stare at you in the streets. Is it with admiration or fear? Do you enjoy it? Uh, I think it's both. We've always gone together. Yeah. Almost always. Inseparable, right? Twinsies. Twinsies. <laughs> so we always go two <laughs> we by just two. We did a pinky swear for no fair reason. <laughs> because Sorry. we always go two by two, but we've found ways to put color on our jumpers every mm -hmm. day. And it started small and it got bigger. We're using now pigments from the the parts of plants that they're not using when they they harvest mm -hmm. in like the grow area um, to make colors. And every morning, um, like swiping colors across our jumpers, and so we stand out a lot because we are in full color mm -hmm. and no one else is. And to me, it is it's a sign of the lady's favor i will just say because the colors are always bright and they never smell like rotting vegetables which is great some and some people see that and they see the color and they get just a little bit of that secondhand feeling of the joy that is out there to be found and then they look at us with admiration and there are some who look at us and they see those colors and they whisper behind us about the children who talk to the alien and about the next war right um do we enjoy this yes and no probably right i mean um i mean we're 10 and being the center of attention is kind of fun and interesting for a little bit but like now it's an always thing always yeah and it's very difficult to get yeah, away from done yeah it's very difficult to get back to our private secret places mm-hmm because they'll find out about them. Right. They'll follow us. We're really obvious. What questions do you have for her? Does she answer them? First of all, I'm going to say I don't think she answers. No. <laughs> and we have a lot of questions about the nature of hope <laughs> mm -hmm. and how drained of color everybody looks. Yeah. Um. And how best we can sort of serve this idea. Yeah. Because, yes, she's the, she, she, the lady is kind of the embodiment of it. Yeah. But she's not really, she's not like a deity that we're worshiping. No. She's more like a, more like a guide. So we have a lot of questions, but she doesn't answer them. She hasn't appeared to us in a while. Or yeah. anybody. Right. So... We also are kind of wondering if she's done. Like, we thought she would come back, but... She'll come back. She'll totally come back. She'll totally come back. 
That's why I'm purple today. People have begun calling you by new names. What are they? Yeah, I think they just call us children of the rainbow or the rainbow children. Mm -hmm. But like some of them say it with a little, a tiny bit of awe in their voices. And some of them say it with disdain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny because we've never seen a real rainbow. We never have. The closest that we saw was that day Mm -hmm. in the dining hall when all the space gas went by and we'd never seen anything like that before. Ooh, the rainbow twins. The rainbow twins. They call us the rainbow twins. Yeah. Yeah. And they no longer differentiate, which is obnoxious. Yeah. Even (laughs) though we wear different colors. I mean, obviously. Just because I wore red yesterday and you're wearing red today doesn't mean they shouldn't be able to tell the difference. I agree. Right. Maybe one of us should shave our heads. Hmm. Maybe we should both shave our heads. Well, what? It won't help. <laughs> well, I don't want to shave my head. Uh, she has not shown herself to you in a while. How does this pain you? It's really easy to slip back into the normal life. Yeah. It's really easy to just get up in the morning, put on your gray suit, go to school, you know, go do the whole routine. It's sometimes hard to get up and to put color on. To remember to always go and get the, go and get the, the flowers for the pigments and, and I, I lay, I lie awake some nights, like just wondering like if she's going to come back or if we're going to, if we're going to just kind of keep, keep doing what we're doing, keep sharing, sharing our rainbows. Do you think that it would be easier to not stand out anymore. Well, it, it doesn't change who we are, yeah. depending on what we wear. That's just the outside symbol. Would it be better to sort of embrace this philosophy if we fit in better and people weren't whispering about us behind our backs? But how do we live by this philosophy without expressing it? That's, that's a great yeah. question. Winter is when Our Lady said she would return and deliver her final miracle. The game ends as soon as someone draws the She Has Returned card. If it is not drawn after everyone has had their turns, you must make a decision. In your story, does she return or not? You know she will return soon. Are you afraid? Oof. That's a sudden shift. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'm not afraid of her returning other than... There are still people who think she's an alien threat. So we have seen a rise in security. Mm-hmm. There are, you know, people with blasters on security who they used to just have phasers. Yeah. This makes me so happy. <laughs> uh-huh. So I'm afraid if she returns that someone will try to hurt her. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm not Mm -hmm. afraid for myself. I'm not afraid for you. I'm actually afraid for for her. Right. You know she will return soon. Did she speak of taking any of you with her? (gasps) She hasn't ever said that she would take any of us with her, but she also hasn't said she wouldn't. But what we both want... twinsies (laughs) awkward pinky swear is is we both want her to take us with her yes i don't want to be stuck on the space station right and i just want to see the color like with 
my own eyes the new color, not the old color. <sighs> yeah. So she's never actually said that, but... No, she hasn't actually said that she would. She hasn't said that she wouldn't. And we're 10, so we're that's ten. an important distinction. Right. So, like, I don't think that she's done anything that would raise our hopes that she might. No. Other than we just... We hope. Really want to. Yeah. Things have gotten harder for us. Yeah. It's hard to keep up momentum when, like... People think that what you think of as a guide is an enemy. Yeah. And, and, and it makes us anxious. There's so much more security. And they're very yes. twitchy around us. Yeah, they are. And it's kind of scary. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I went out yesterday without any color on. Yeah. And nobody got twitchy around me. Yeah. I don't know if they recognize us anymore hmm. or if they just recognize the color. That's concerning. That makes me sad. It it wasn't like I didn't really do it on purpose. Like I got I got my suit dirty. Yeah, so I I got mine dirty and like one of our parents made me change and then I had to run out for something. It wasn't like I we so we we have like Lily, Sasa, and mom. Because I think I already said mom. Yeah, and mom, <laughs> Sasa, and mom. Well, those those are our those are our short names, right? Yeah. Like you would say mama or papa, like Lily, Sasa, and mama. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you do something you claim was in her name. Would she approve? Do others know? Oh boy. So. <laughs> What I did last night mm -hmm. when I realized mm -hmm. nobody, or maybe it's, maybe it wasn't yesterday. Maybe, it, maybe I'm doing it today. Um, anyway, when I realized nobody recognized me without the color on, yeah. I was like, oh, I can do cool Like, nobody will see me again. Right. And I might have broken into the dining hall and I might have whatever the sci-fi equivalent of spray paint is <laughs> like I totally graffitied the hell out of it. Like it's that beautiful, colorful now it is beautiful and colorful, but it also say says things like the lady is returning yeah. and, and like spread the color and things that to a 10 year old yeah. sound fine. Great. But to the adults probably are horrifying. Um, yeah. 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 Like right. she is coming. Like she is she coming. Is coming. Yeah, she is coming to change your mind. Right. Like, she is coming to, you know, spread the color, which, again, sounds, sounds great. Sounds great, yeah. Except if you're in, like, an institution with security guards with guns. Right. And I don't know if she would approve. And I don't think you knew about it, because I totally did it while you were sleeping, while everybody was sleeping. Uh-huh. And I don't know, I just kind of wanted to do something by myself. Not that... You you didn't trust me to to come with you? Well, you were doing something else. You were doing homework. I got really bored. I totally trust you. <laughs> we weird weird expressions are happening. <laughs> I just don't don't you ever get the feeling that like you want you want something more than this and that you want to be recognized 
as an individual. Like, it would be really cool to be a rainbow child, not like the rainbow twins. It also would be great if anyone, including our listeners, knew our names. Because I really dig that we, they don't know our names, that we are just the rainbow no, twins. We're just the rainbow twins. So. Good. I'm, well, actually, no, I'm not going to apologize yet. No, you should. If ever. I don't think you should. What sacrifice do you make for her? Do you gain anything in return? I was busy last night because I was shaving my head. (laughs) (laughs) You want the freedom too. No, I was shaving my head because if I didn't have hair here, then I would be able to put color on my head too without it like clumping and being weird and hard to clean out and i don't feel like it's sufficient anymore to just wear it on my clothes like i want it like on your body i want it on my body like i want it on my skin and i want it on my face and i want it on my head and so i shaved my head and i don't have my hair anymore which i liked a lot yeah you didn't want to shave your head i did not (laughs) I don't think that I have gained anything directly from this other than the ability to paint myself without making messes. Our parents are probably real creeped out right now. (laughs) That is so punk rock. (laughs) Yeah. If I were a parent and my child shaved their head and then came to me and said, I must paint my head for the lady, I would be like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Lily especially is, is worried. Right. I, I know they're really worried, but yeah. they're, they're going to be okay. But when she comes back. When she comes back. When she comes back, she's going to yeah. show everybody that, like, it's okay. Right. We're, we're all going to have the fizzy air feeling, and yeah. everybody will understand. So because neither of us drew the She Has Returned card, we get to decide if she did return. Oh, my gosh. So I'm going to tell you I'm of two minds about whether she returned or not. Me, too. I want to say yes and no. I know. I want to say yes for the sake of these two poor children. But I also want to say no because I feel like it's a better story. Yeah, I think she doesn't actually come back, but we do get her final miracle. Yes. Right. Um, the, The final miracle that she promised us, which is that one day the there is another rainbow of space gas and this time it just envelopes the entire Mm -hmm. space station what do you think it does it it doesn't just envelop it it goes through the walls and freaks the shit out of people (laughs) it starts out outside and then it comes in and people are freaking out yeah adults are adults are i should say yeah i think i think at this point when the color starts filtering through the walls, like the color and the sparkles, every child on the space station is infected with that same joyous, fizzy feeling that we got. Yes. And they all understand. They get it. They all understand now. Some of the adults get it, and some of them are really freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> Does it do anything else? It colors everyone's suit. Yeah. Some people get one, all one color. Some people get multiple colors because depending on where you are and, and, and yeah, yeah, the, yeah. how things go. But we definitely, both of us, get rainbows. All of the colors. Rainbows. Yeah. But in like opposite orders. Oh, so God, that yes. you can tell the difference between us. 
Well, and one of us has a shaved head, so. Well, you know. Yeah, so take it one goes for the on team. <laughs> yeah, so that's our story, I think. Cool. It's yeah. it's a little weird. It's kind of hopeful. It's kind of kind of hope hopeful. Punk. Hope punk. It's a little hope punk against a backdrop of some sort of semi dystopian war front, which I like, and I think it's cool that we twisted this into a sci fi thing. Yeah, because I think I that really like it. Yeah, I think that playing it like medieval or something would be... She's a witch! <laughs> She's a witch! I'm not a witch, I'm your wife! No, after what you just said, I'm not even sure I want to be that anymore. <laughs> Thank you to those who vote for us, who listen to us, who patron us, to those who support us. Thank you to Ariel Vice for all of your support, especially. Thank you, Senda. I hope we win. It's okay. Even if we don't win, it really is okay. So that was Our Lady by Jessica. Yeah. So awesome you can pick it up for pay what you want itch.io we will have a link in the show notes let me tell you about demigods demigods is a new tabletop RPG about modern myths and legends. It has a huge selection of playbooks to play any way you want in any pantheon or belief system that you can think of. Demigods is kickstarting now through August 8th. For more information and a quick start of the game, go to demigodspbta.com and follow its creator, Jason Mills, on Twitter at It's Probably Okay. Are you a god? We hope you enjoyed episode 114 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and or review, preferably and, on any podcatcher of your choice. You can join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash sasgeek. Find out more about us on our website, sasgeek.com, and follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash sasgeekpodcast. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. Find more music, merch, and tour dates online, kieranstrange.com, or on Twitter at Kieran Strange. Our Lady and its creator, Jesco, can be found at go-jg.itch.io. Join us in two weeks for our next adventure. Faces, I'm ready.